Hello, hello. Welcome to Rethink Your Health with Jen Madden. I am your host, Jen Madden. How the heck are you? I crack myself up. It's a little known fact. I happen to think I'm very funny. My family tells me otherwise. But every time I start to record a podcast, I test my mic because I have recorded a good chunk of a podcast with my mic not on. So I always do a little test. But I feel like the test is a little like American Idol. I always feel like I have to sing. <laughs> and it makes me laugh. I should like one time leave it so you guys can actually hear it. It's a little embarrassing for me, but it makes me laugh. Anyway, Mike is working. I am here. You are there. Let's talk. So I have decided that this summer I need to create more space in my life. And I want to say that I have a lot of space in my life. That's actually not true. And especially recently, I have not had a lot of space in my life. So I am actually being intentional about not over busying myself or forcing myself to figure it out and get it done and make it happen. Because I know that in order for my creativity to be sparked and also for my brain to recharge after this the craziness of this year so far, I need to have some downtime. I need to have some space in my life so that I can recharge my body and my brain. It got me thinking though, and actually what really triggered the this podcast was I had um, a book recommendation pop up. You know how sometimes in whatever feed or wherever you um, get your books, it'll say, hey, you might like this book. And a book was recommended and it's called Nixon, Embracing the Dutch Art of Doing Nothing. Have you heard of this book yet? And I've read books on like Hugo. I don't ever say that right, I don't think. Or just, I would say just Danish culture in general because they do have an interesting perspective on life and I think a really healthy perspective on life, which is why they are often rated the happiest in the world. So anyway, this book comes across my feed and of course I had to open it and read like the sample and I think it's absolutely fascinating that a book needs to be written on how to do nothing. Can we just think about that for a minute? Now, I'm not saying that there isn't a need for the book because I think there is because we, especially in the U.S., are addicted to busyness. We don't know how to be busy, how not to be busy. Schedules are packed and if we don't have something on our schedule, we feel the urge or need to put something on the schedule. Kids Oh my God, kids these days are nonstop. I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day and we sat at like two like 80-year-old ladies. But like back in the day, our parents were like, get out of the house, go play, we'll see you at dinner. And like literally my mother would stand at the back door and call us in for dinner, like yelling into the neighborhood. Anyone can relate? Yeah. And right now, 
or now in general, kids are just, their schedules are so packed between sports and music and any time, any type of extracurricular activity. And then there's technology. Oh my God, I totally sound like I'm an old lady. But just the, the influence of technology in their world. I mean, study after study comes out, is coming out about how damaging social media um, specifically is for mental health. But I also think the packed schedules that kids have are impacting their mental health as well. And it's because we as adults don't know how to have space in our schedule. We think that being busy is like some sort of badge of success, and it's not. So I want to talk a little bit about creating space and even exploring the concept of Nixon, which literally means to do nothing or to do like to be idle or do something without a purpose, like not having an agenda. And I'll tell you, there's very few people I know that can actually do this, myself included. Now, doing nothing is different than like mindfulness or meditation. It is literally like just hanging out, like going to sit on the porch and like see what's going on in the neighborhood. The beauty of doing nothing and having no purpose for what you're doing is that it allows your brain to recharge. It allows your brain to empty out so that new things can come in. When we are constantly cluttering our brains with information, we cannot allow creativity come in. We also don't allow our brains to just rest and recharge. You know, there's actually a ton of science around this. And I went to a study years ago about the brain. I'm fascinated by the brain, which, hello, that's why I'm a life coach. (laughs) I think the brain is so fascinating. But there's science around just how our brains work and how it needs space in order for things to come into it. So I talk a lot about our primal brain, which is the brain that wants to keep us alive. It's constantly looking for those tigers or, I don't know, people's opinions <laughs> to freak us out and keep us safe and like to shut down. But the prefrontal cortex, which is the part of our brain that is like behind your forehead, that's the evolved part of our brain. That's our decision-making part of our brain. It's the adult. It's the adult part of our brain. That's where we can override the primal thinking. But I went to this, this study or this class about the brain and he talked about, you know, when you're like trying to think of a name and you're like, oh my God, I know that name. I know that name. What is that name? And you're like now forcing yourself to come up with the name and you're like, I don't know, is the name, da, 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 da. And, right? and you are flooding your prefrontal cortex with all of this information and it's just crowding the hell out of it. Where if you just let it go, and just said, you know what, I'm going to let it go, the name will come to me, right? And it just pops into your head. Or you've just spent like 10 minutes trying to think of the name, and you're like, I can't, I give up. And you walk away, and suddenly the name comes to you. It's because your brain cleared out enough to allow that information to step forward. It's actual science. That's how your brain works, which I think is super fascinating. And so if you're ever trying to think of a name, whatever, if you're trying to think of something or remember something, Like, don't think about it and it will come up or it'll come to you. I actually was working on a project just kind of going down that road um, 
where anytime we were doing a really big rollout and we were trying to be really creative with how we were implementing some new processes and systems um, and we needed to use our creativity to come up with ideas. I would get the best ideas when I was drying my hair. Like to the to the point I went to my boss, I was like, I really think I should just spend the day blow drying my hair. But again, when you're doing something like that, your brain really isn't thinking about anything. So it allows ideas to come to you. Same thing with taking a shower. And my one of my jobs, we used to call it shampiphanies. Like you're in the shower, you're washing your hair. And you're like, oh, that's how I can solve that problem. So my point in sharing this with you is allowing space in your life allows your brain to relax, to recharge, and it gives it space for new ideas to come to you. Now, I think the science is really interesting, but even zooming out a little bit more, I think that there is an even bigger reward for putting space or allowing yourself to have space in your life that equates to your health to your overall happiness, to the level of stress that you feel. When you can allow yourself to simply be without having an agenda, it takes the pressure off of you. It allows your whole being to just literally be without forcing yourself to do anything, without putting pressure or setting expectations on what your life should look like, what you should be doing. Giving yourself space and time to just be helps relax your body. Now, the reality is when you start to practice the art of doing nothing or just putting more space in your schedule to just like putts, like do anything without an agenda, you're going to have a little stress. So it's a little counterintuitive in the beginning, but I think it's because when we don't have something in our schedule or on our schedule to do, we're left with ourselves. We're left with our brains. We're left with feelings we don't want to sit with. So initially doing this you're going to be really uncomfortable and you're going to resist it. And you're like, Jen, this is the stupidest idea. I got to go do something. I want to challenge you to push through that because not only will your body benefit from the relaxation that comes from just being, you're going to learn more about yourself. And you know, I say the most important relationship in your life is the one you have with yourself. What better way to get to know yourself than just to sit with yourself. Maybe, potentially, be bored. Let yourself be bored and see what comes up. The things that come up will provide the doorway to the relationship, a deeper relationship with yourself. So when you initially try to do this, you are going to feel uncomfortable. You are going to have lots of thoughts that you should be doing something else. And I want you to acknowledge those thoughts. Yep, I know I think I should be doing something else because that's what I've always done. But for right now, for the next, I don't even know, like two minutes, I'm just going to be and see how it feels. And if it's uncomfortable, like just be with the feeling. 
right? That is literally just a feeling. Allow yourself, your body to feel discomfort. Just allow it. It will pass. It is a feeling. It will not kill you. Side note, doing nothing will not kill you. Whereas doing something potentially could kill you. But our brains are going to want to resist that because our brains don't want to feel uncomfortable, right? And if you're sitting with a feeling of discomfort, your brain's going to be like, I don't like this. I don't know. I feel like we should just go do something else because this is just stupid. That's what our brains want to do. So you're going to initially have to push past those feelings. I Listen, I'm teaching this because I have experienced it and I continue to experience it. I took Memorial Day weekend for myself. I had nothing planned. I had some social activities before and after, but nothing scheduled for that weekend because I knew that I needed to just allow myself to be. And that meant putzing. So putzing for me is just like doing a little bit of this and then doing a little bit of that. I did a lot of reading and I did a lot of just sitting, a lot of just being. And I caught myself Sometimes it's not even your brain. Sometimes it's like your body's like, nope, we should go do something. And I would feel myself like sitting on my little porch and suddenly having this urge to just get up because you can't just sit. It's almost like I forgot that I was just being and my brain's like, or my body was like, no, we got to move, right? So I caught myself feeling very uncomfortable with just being, but then I just allowed myself to do it. And I just like looked at what was going on in the area. I got some fantastic people watching where I live. And so I feel like I'm getting to know my neighbors better in a really creepy way because <laughs> I'm just observing them in my neighborhood. I'm the weird lady on the balcony. <laughs> it's very enjoyable though. And I'm definitely picking up the, the routine of my neighborhood. So there's a lot you can learn from just being and observing your everyday world. But I want to encourage you to do this because I do think that we need more space, more downtime, more rest in our overall lives. We are ingrained in hustle culture. And you know how I feel about these bullshit rules that we are taught from a very young age on how we should behave or act or achieve in this world. And I'm just going to offer that it's not healthy. The fact that a book needs to be written about doing nothing says a lot. And if you really are resistant to clearing out some space in your schedule, I want you to question why. What are you afraid of? Are you afraid of what people are going to think? Like, oh, look at her on that balcony just sitting there reading again. I'm sure some of my neighbors think that. I don't care. It's so enjoyable. But people may be like, oh, that's interesting. You're not going to go to that dinner or you're not going to participate in X, Y, Z. Interesting. And people may have thoughts about that. So it could be that you have concerns about what other people may think. Or you may simply be uncomfortable with the idea of just being with yourself. That's good to know. Because then the next question is why? What are you afraid of finding out about yourself? This is how you get to discover who you are. Don't you want to get to know who you are? I promise you, it's not anything to be afraid of. I think sometimes we're afraid to get to know ourselves, which is fascinating because we are ourselves. But I think we're afraid to spend time with ourselves because we're like, well, what if I don't like what I find? How are you going to even know? 
You have to spend time with yourself to build that relationship to see if you really know who you are. So if you really are resistant to the idea of putting more space in your your calendar, I want you to just question that, right? Like just like, that's interesting. Why do I feel this way? And see what comes up for you and see if you can push through whatever comes up for you and just try it. Now, I'm not saying spend an entire weekend doing nothing. That's probably impossible for most people. I totally understand that. Try it for five minutes and see if you can even do that, right? The minimum baseline that I talk about when it comes to exercise, try it with this. See how it feels. See if you can just even put two minutes into your schedule of just being and see what happens. See how you feel after you've done it consistently for a while. I'm telling you right now, initially, you're going to feel resistant and you're not going to want to do it because your brain is going to have lots of stories about it. But the benefits, studies have shown, this is not like Jen just making up stuff. Studies have shown that the benefits of just allowing yourself to be or to do something without a purpose will increase or decrease your stress and increase your sense of pleasure or joy within your life. The Dutch are definitely onto something. If you don't know much about the Dutch culture, I encourage you to even look into that. They really do have the, an, the idea of what life is all about. Life is about living. It's not about hustling and working and constantly pushing. For some of you, it may also just be time in nature, like just going for a small walk without any agenda, without trying to burn calories or get your number of steps. Just simply be in nature. I actually think it's ironic that I'm using nature as an example. I like nature in theory. I go to state parks because they have really great paths. Um, But anyway, for some of you, just being in like true nature may work wonders for you, right? So you're doing the act of walking. So there's actually something, but like walking without an agenda and just like letting your mind wander. Notice what's around you. Listen to the birds eavesdrop on a conversation of somebody walking by you, whatever it takes. But just allowing yourself to just like be and do something without an agenda is absolutely worth giving a try. I promise you this. And I think the more you do it, the more you're going to want to do it. And again, it's always finding that balance. But if you are resistant, question it. What do you think is going to happen if you like don't do the thing you said you were going to do? Right? What if you're going to skip that ball game or dinner with a friend or whatever it is that you fill your schedule with. Give it a try. See what happens. Definitely give it a try too. This is like just a, a like an add-on bonus. If you're trying to solve a problem, oh my God, like Maria, <laughs> that just came into my head. <laughs> I'm in a little like sassy mood. Anyway, if you're trying to solve a problem, whether it be work or you're trying to figure out something to do at home or whatever. If you're trying to think of a solution to something, stop thinking of the solution. Just allow yourself to just have the question in your head and go off and do something. I will. I promise you the solution will come if you don't force yourself into finding a solution. That is the beauty of all of this. Giving your body, your brain, your life some space to allow it to actually do what it wants to do. 
your body, your brain, all of it wants to help you. So if you just allow it to do its thing, which means not forcing it to do something that it doesn't want to do, like be busy all the time, the ideas will come. The creativity will spark. There will be a solution there. And the benefit is a reduce in sh- reduction in stress and an increase in happiness. Totally think it's worth it. So give it a try. If you feel like reading the book, it's called Nixon Embracing the Dutch Art of Doing Nothing. I think, again, it's interesting that we need a book to tell us how to do nothing. It says a lot about our culture. Anyway, that's all I got for you. Go do nothing. I will talk to you next week. Take care.